You're listening to the Moon Griffon Show podcast on KPL965.com. News Talk 96.5 KPL, Bro Bridge, Lafayette. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Studios online at Matthew-James.com. House Republicans have even more Hunter Biden-related questions. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News, as they probe the deal to resolve a criminal case that hit a snag in federal courts. The Justice Department uh, is has been, frankly, turned against the American people and not applying the law in an equal manner. Congressman Jim Jordan chairs the Judiciary Committee. He and the leaders of the Ways and Means and Oversight Committees are asking Attorney General Merrick Garland to provide more info on the president's son's plea deal. The agreement between Hunter Biden and the Justice Department would have given the president's son broad immunity in exchange for guilty pleas to misdemeanor tax charges and entering a diversion program on a federal gun charge. A federal judge in Delaware refused to accept it after the prosecutor admitted it was unprecedented. Fox's Jack Callahan, Oversight Committee Chair James Comer tells Fox what Hunter Biden's ex-business associate Devin Archer told them that then-Vice President Biden was on the phone with their business clients more than 20 times proves... Joe Biden has lied to the American people. He knew exactly who his son was getting those millions and millions of dollars of wires from, and he spoke to them, and he spoke to them often. Democrats counter that Archer told them VP Biden did not discuss business in those calls, which is small talk. A White House spokesman tells Fox there's no evidence of wrongdoing. Two new polls give former President Biden, or former President Trump, 37 and 43 point leads over his 2024 Republican rivals. But Ron DeSantis, a distant second, is a skeptic in an interview with Fox's Brett Baer. You don't believe that former President Trump could win a general election against Joe Biden? I don't think so, because I think that there's too many voters who just aren't going to vote for him. Though in the New York Times, Siena poll, there's a Trump-Biden head-to-head rematch tie. DeSantis also tells Fox he's cutting staff and making campaign changes as a course correction. In Pittsburgh, the same federal jury that convicted Robert Bowers in the massacre of Jewish worshippers at a synagogue now deliberating a life or death sentence. America's listening to Fox News. Starting August 22nd, the U.S. dollar may have new competition from a new global super currency backed by Russia and China. And if the dollar plummets, your retirement could follow. Hi, Stephen K. Bannon. I recommend a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. To learn more, get a free info kit on gold by texting the word SHELTER to 989898. I encourage you to act before August 22nd. Text SHELTER to 989898 to get your free information kit on gold now. I'm Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I learned about atrial fibrillation the hard way. My symptoms would come and go. Shortness of breath, fatigue. I kept going. Then I got so lightheaded, I couldn't. My doctor said I have AFib, so I'm about five times more likely to have a stroke. Other symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain can come and go, but the risk of stroke stays. If you have symptoms, tell a doctor. Visit notimetowait.com. Sponsored by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Stocks are mixed on Wall Street to start a new month, coming off of July, full of gains for the Dow and the NASDAQ. The Dow is up 105 points, but the NASDAQ's down 73, the S&P 500 losing 5 points. Two big financial firms are under scrutiny in Congress. BlackRock, the world's largest asset manager and Morgan Stanley Capital International, a leading stock index compiler, have been sent letters by the House Select Committee on the Communist Chinese Party requesting information about capital flows to China. 
Chinese companies. Those Chinese companies, the panel says, have been blacklisted by the U.S. government for ties to the Chinese military and human rights abuses. In a statement, BlackRock says clients are offered a number of strategies to invest in or exclude China from portfolios, and all investments comply with applicable U.S. laws. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. The price of oil is down about a half dollar. It's still around 81 bucks a barrel. Its recent surge has gas rising more than two cents today. AAA's national average for regular 3.78 per gallon, a quarter more than a month ago. At the Women's Soccer World Cup early this morning, the U.S. avoided elimination. Barely. The World Cup almost ended right there for the U.S. But it did not. On Fox TV, Portugal nearly scored against the U.S. women's national team, but a shot hit the goalpost minutes before the final whistle. Game ended 0-0, a draw. Good enough for the U.S. to earn one needed point and advance to the knockout stages. Group stage is done. This is over. It's in the rear view. We have our next game in front of us, and that's the only one that matters. And again, maybe we didn't do it the way we wanted to or planned on doing it, but we're advancing. And this is the World Cup, and that's all that matters. U.S. defender Kelly O'Hara and her teammates finished second place in the Group E standings and will likely play Sweden Sunday. A 7-0 shutout over Vietnam gave the Netherlands the Group E title. England advanced, so did Denmark. That's Jared Max. I'm Dave Anthony, and this is Fox News. Eat Lafayette 2023 shines a year-round spotlight on Lafayette's locally owned and operated restaurants. And now through September 10th, you can find Eat Lafayette deals offered by some of the participating restaurants. News Talk 96.5 KPL is proud to be a sponsor of Eat Lafayette and the Digital Passport. Download the Eat Lafayette Digital Passport today so you can check in when you eat at a participating restaurant. Each check-in will enter you to win airfare and a trip for two to Savannah, Georgia, courtesy of Wings Travel. Just go to kpal965.com and click on the Eat Lafayette link at the top of the page. Eat Lafayette from Lafayette Travel and sponsored in part by News Talk 96.5 KPL. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. Welcome, Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us, folks. Terrific Tuesday. All right, got a pretty good lineup today. Uh, Richie Nelson's going to slide in here at 930. He's running for governor. Mr. Uh, Lundy will be in. He is running for governor. He will be in at uh, 10 o'clock. We've got Kevin Roberts, the head of Heritage Foundation. They sent out a deal, Brandon, asking about this choice voting. Now, I'm going to let him come explain it. Because he was trying to get the opinions of the people that followed the Heritage Foundation, what they thought about it. Well, <laughs> I don't think a whole lot about it. I think it's designed for the left, more moderate to left candidate to win. So he may have to explain it to me in a better way that I understand a choice. is ranked choice voting or something like that. And uh, they do it in Alaska. 
And that's why that uh, crazy woman, Mikowski, keeps winning. She won. And every time I look up, the conservatives are always the ones beat. But I don't have any idea what his take on it. He was asking. So I decided to ask him to come on. And uh, Kevin Roberts is a Louisiana guy. And he's a uh, he's really great, does a great job with the Heritage Foundation. So we got that. Okay. I don't have to tell you all already that it's hot. So we'll move on. <laughs> We'll move on. It's hot. It's excessively hot. Oh, oh, it's so hot. I need to drive an electric car to get my heat bill down. Oh, oh, Brandon, I gotta go. We gotta quit eating cows. We gotta get rid of the cows so cow forts will quit doing this. We need to cut back on CO two. Let all the grass and and flowers and plants die. Oh, I need an electric car. Oh, oh, gee, oh man, I gotta get electric. I gotta get this heat wave down. Oh. We've never had one like this before, which is an outright lie. By the way, Brandon, can you imagine? Uh, energy transmission lines damaged yesterday, many without power in Baton Rouge. They had a hailstorm come through. I was talking to Bernie Pinsonat. Bernie said, this has been hailing for 20 minutes. And so 23,000 customers. Now, if you listen to Joe Biden, he wants to get rid of generators. What I mean generators are rolling today in Baton Rouge? Just wonder. Uh, majority in hard-hit parts of Baton Rouge lost power. I hate to hear that. But it had nothing to do with what we do with fossil fuels. Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. These storms have been coming before we were here. They're going to come while we're here, and they're going to come when we're gone. And we can't do nothing about none of this. You can't change them. And you're not going to change them because you bought an electric car. I can promise you that, Brandon. Go buy your electric car, Brandon, so you can cut down on tornadoes and storms and all that stuff. We got we to gotta do something, Brandon, to cut it down. So let's all get an electric car. Let's get them carbon captures rolling, folks, so we, we can shut down tornadoes. That's how stupid this is. But boy, people are buying into it. I saw, Brandon, I saw yesterday they had a news story, and it was one of our local stations, but they were running a national story. And we're interviewing this pointed-head liberal that believes in all this craziness. And he said, yes, the tide's starting to turn. People are starting to see from the severe heat that we have a problem with climate change and the weather, and we need to do something about it, and people want to do something about it. Well, we better start doing things, something about the things we can do. Weather ain't one of them. We have no choice in that. It's, it's, <laughs> this guy was talking. I'm just going... And then the guy says, Brandon, more, more people are starting to believe in this. Now, you know why, Brandon? Well, when it's shoved down your throat 24-7 every second of the day, that's all you hear now. Mm-hmm. You buy into it. Didn't we buy in the mask? We bought in the mask because they told us every day, wear the mask, wear the mask, protect you, wear the mask for the virus. Mask that you buy at the Dollar General store. No cut on the Dollar General store. You buy them anywhere. Ten in a pack. You play with them, you rub on them, you touch them, you leave them in your car. Ain't going to stop a virus. But they told you it would. Stay six feet distance. I mean, get the get Joe Biden, get the vaccine, take off the mask. Hell, they want you to get 19 vaccines and wear double masks by then. And they told people over and over and over again, and that's what they're doing with this. Now, yesterday, and I reported on this program because it happened during the program, uh, Jeff Landry had got an endorsement, and people have been talking about this because they've been talking to me about it. Gotten emails and text messages and phone calls and everything else because uh, one none other than Psycho Bill K. 
Cassidy endorsed Jeff Landry. Psycho Bill. Now, I got to tell you, folks, I, I, want, I want to give out a shout-out to one person today because they got it right. They finally got something right. And I'm sending that out to Tyler the Twit Bridges of the, the Devil's Advocate. The Twit! The Twit got one right! I can't, I can't, they, they, we ought to be celebrating when somebody in the devil's advocate gets it right, and the twit got it right. Bill Cassidy endorses Landry in the governor's race. Here's why. The twit's going to explain it to us, Brandon. I don't like when the twit explains anything because he always leaves stuff out, overlooks stuff, and adds stuff that don't need to be added in articles. But he got this one right. I, I'm shocked, but I'm proud of the twit. You know, after all these years, Tyler Bridges, the twit, of the devil's advocate, finally got a story right. And here it is in the first paragraph. U.S. Senator Bill Cassidy, known as Psycho Bill here, and always will be. Is that good enough for you, Como? <laughs> Decision to endorse Jeff Landry in the governor's race money had more to do with Cassidy's need to repair standing among Republicans than his affinity with attorney general, party leaders, and political Analysis said, yeah, that's the twit. Twit got it right because he went and asked somebody what he meant. <laughs> the twit. Man, Tyler Bridges got one right. This don't happen every day, folks. Matter of fact, this don't happen every year. The move comes at a time when Psycho Bill remains on the outs with a significant segment of conservative voters in Louisiana since breaking with former Donald Trump. He's done a lot since then. A number of party activists have vowed they will not support the Senate if he sought re-election in 2026. The twit. Oh, my God. He's listening. With Monday's announcement, Cassidy is now supporting the candidate for governor who has been endorsed by Donald Trump. So that's what I mean by psycho. Do, 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 do. He was all for Trump. He was against Trump and helped impeach Trump. Now he's for the candidate Trump endorsed. It's psycho Bill, folks. All over the place, all the time, never knowing where he's coming from. He don't even know where he's coming from. They even interviewed that great Republican donor, Richard Lipsy. That real, real Republican. A Bill Edwards supporter, Richard Lipsy. I think Bill being crosswise with Trump really disappointed, upset a lot of very conservative Louisiana opportunity to get back into good grace. Richard Lipsy, supporter of John Bell Edwards. That's right. Speculations have already begun that Psycho Bill could face tough challenge in 2026 from old Garrett. Garrett Graves. Oh, Garrett. Yeah, old Garrett. Mike Johnson. Clay Higgins. All three are Republicans. Mike Baham, former state party secretary of the Republican Party, St. Bernard. I think it's fair game to assume Senator Psycho Bill trying to repair residual damage on the right flank with the Trump impeachment. It's not just that. That's what Baham doesn't understand. There's a lot of things in there now. And the thing about it is uh, Cassidy's office declined an interview request. So... One, uh, Trump called him Wacky Bill. <laughs> I call him Psycho because he's all over the place. Now he's back. Now he's back over here with the Trump people. He was, he was with the Trump people. He went way left. 
and went with the Nancy Pelosi and the Chuck Schumer people, and I run it back over here to Trump's side. Don't know what the hell's going on. I'm over here. I'm over there. I'm over there. I'm over there. I'm over everywhere. Psycho Bill. <laughs> and of course, Cassidy's one of 19 Republicans that voted for the trillion dollar infrastructure bill, which is a Green New Deal bill. So anyway, look, there been people mad at Jeff. I've already been, I'm mad at Jeff. Don't get mad at Landry. Landry's trying to win the governor. Landry, t- Landry will take all and don't blame him. And Psycho Bill is one of those, he's in that group, certain people in the Baton Rouge area, certain people around the state that uh, they just big government type Republicans. And uh, I told you I, yesterday, I thought this hurt Wagner's back more than hurt anybody else. I, mean, I got a, it was funny though, Brandon. Uh, Stephen Wagaspack, I know Stephen. Stephen is welcome on his, listen to me. Welcome on the program as much as he wants to come. Have not heard from the guy. All right, Brandon, follow this. Have not heard from him. Mr. Lundy, Mr. Nelson, Sharon Hewitt, Jeff Landry. Uh, am I missing anybody, Brandon? We ain't heard from Pothole Wilson, but he's Pothole's welcome every time he wants to come. But I heard from Wag. And yesterday, Cassidy endorses Landry. And an hour later, I get an email from the Wag. People want to come on the program. I don't know why. I want them to come on. So my answer was, yes, he is welcome. He can come as much as he wants to. That's how the answer went. I said, please let me know when he wants to come on. I don't know why he hadn't been on. I'll come to Baton Rouge. Same thing with Psycho Bill. I, if Psycho Bill's coming back on my program, Evan, it's been over, what, in the eighth year, Brandon? Seventh, eighth year? Psycho hadn't been on. Well, no, it hadn't been that long. No, he came on about seven straight years. It's been three. This is the, going to almost two and a half years since I've heard from Psycho. I, Psycho Bill, I'd love to have him on the program. Yeah, it was since the start of uh, the new election when yeah, we had it, Biden get in. and Biden been yeah. at two and a half years. That's right. So, But Psycho's welcome to come on. But I don't want a phone call. I want to end studio eye to eye with Psycho. He can come to Lafayette. I will come to the Baton Rouge station. My good friends at Garrity Broadcasting. He can come in for two hours. He's willing to take the, uh, the questions that I have for him. And I got a lot of them. Two hours probably wouldn't get the job done. But I think he should come back on, quit running, quit going all around the program. That's what I think Psycho should do. As far as him and Dawson, Jeff, I, I could care less. All right, let's take a break. You're listening to the Moon Graffon Show. Crime, poverty, and education are linked. And we know education cuts crime. 85% of people in jail are going home. If they can't read and write or learn a trade, they will commit more crimes and hurt more people. Some people don't want anyone in jail. Others want to lock more people up. I'm Hunter Lundy. I'm running for governor. I'm a Christian and an independent. I believe in both accountability and redemption. We're going to teach inmates to read and write and learn a trade so they won't learn to break and enter. I'll get our kids onto the playground to learn citizenship, responsibility, and character. Employers look for those things. They can be the difference between an auto mechanic and a car thief. Party politics and empty talk has led to more crime. The truth is, politicians don't pay attention to things that work, but I do. Hunter Lundy. Governor. Paid for by Lundy for Louisiana. When you think about how you spend your money in retirement, what comes to mind? Probably travel, sunny beaches, and spoiling your grandchildren? 
But a recent survey found that over 30% of every dollar a retiree spends goes to taxes. Baby boomers were told for years to save money in their IRAs and 401ks and pay taxes later. Well, now that day has arrived, and boomers are shocked to see a third of their money going back to Uncle Sam. John Blanchett and the Matthew James Financial Group can help. What if you could? Protect all mostly retirement wealth from future tax rate increases. Achieve a zero or near zero effective tax rate for most of your retirement years. Find out more. 337-366-8366. Isn't it time you got a second opinion on your wealth and retirement outlook? Learn how you could potentially kick the IRS out of your IRA. 337-366-8366 and online at MatthewJames.com. Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607 is the number. Matthew James Tax Wealth Management Hotline. By the way, uh, real quick, because Tim asked me to put this out, the Good Fight Foundation. Everybody know Dustin Poirier. He got he got beat the other night. Boy, that was that was wicked, but he's such a tough fight. It's tough, such a tough guy. Uh, his back-to-school backpack full of school supplies. Tomorrow's service Chevrolet on Ambassador. 10 a.m. until we run out. Limit three per vehicle. Also, slices of Dino's pizza, Brandon. <laughs> Brandon, I know it's going to look funny, but can I leave at 10 tomorrow? <laughs> Go get some backpack. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to see you with the backpack I, on. I, I, the backpack and the pizza. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, it's tomorrow, 10 o'clock. Service Chevrolet. They're giving them out. It's uh, the Good Fight Foundation. Dustin Poirier's. Uh, that's his foundation. And uh, Tim Metcalf, y'all here with Dino's Pizza and uh, – and praise you all the time, and great guy, great family, and they're going to be doing this tomorrow. It's at 10 o'clock. You can go by and get you that uh, pizza. Like I said, I might send Brandon over there to get – Brandon, just tell him, oh, you got plenty to bag, but we'll take three of the pieces of pizza. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> okay, last thing on this was uh, uh, dealing with Psycho Bill. Look, Cassidy was given hell when all this started before he impeached Trump. And he looked at the people of Louisiana and told them, go to hell. Now he's all want to be forgiven. It was all tough back then, though. Remember, he told us, Brandon, well, you just wait. You just wait until everything comes out. Well, you know what? What was that, two and a half, three years ago? When is all this stuff supposed to come out? What they've been doing to Trump is wrong. You just wait. He did this to himself. Everybody begged him. He got dogged out. Don't vote against Trump. And he didn't listen. And he hadn't listened since. Remember he got on there, Brandon? Why? You know what I'm saying? Remember he got on there and goes, well, uh, Trump ain't going to be the nominee. Trump can't win. I mean, all this crazy stuff. Then he votes with the, the, Bi- the Biden administration and Democrats on the infrastructure bill. He's going around giving out money. Everybody's proud of it as our prices of everything is starting to skyrocket and getting worse. 
And so all I'm telling you is now he wants everybody to forgive him. Okay? He wants it. Well, y'all forgive him. I'm waiting for him to come on a radio program. He has danced around my show for almost three years, but the seven years before that, that cat was on every time he wanted to come on, I put him on. So, but if we do an interview, I'll make y'all a promise. It's going to be in person. I'm not interested. Because when you look at a man in the eyes, when you look at him between, in my eyes too, you can really tell who the person is. I don't mind doing phone interviews. Don't get me wrong. We will continue to do them. But with Psycho, he's been on so much, he needs to come on. He needs to come on and, and talk to me. And not to me, to you. All right, let's uh, take Woody and Shreveport. Woody, go. How you doing, Moon? Appreciate the support you give us Christians. Yes, sir. But my comment is about climate change. If all these do-gooders and all will get open their Bibles and read, you're going to find out that we're not going through nothing new now. It's all happened before, and it'll happen again. Read about the famines and all that were in different countries yep. thousands of years ago. And ain't nothing changed, Moon, if they'll just read their Bible. No, That's all I got nothing changed. There's nothing changed on the weather. Matter of fact, what they do it is, is I'm going to say it again, I think it's a communistic movement to destroy America. And that's what the Green New Deal is. That's it, period. And it's it go, that, the gender, all that's antichrist. Totally goes against what everything we've been taught and learned. And everything we know to be true, from not only from God, from science. Not only from the Lord, but from science. And so this is what people uh, this is what people think. So we'll see what happens. Anyway, thank you for the call, Woody. Appreciate the call. It is what it is. Do I need to take one? Or I got time or not? Okay, Chuck, Lake Charles, go. Boom. Just want to say that I've been watching uh, Congressman Johnson from up in Shreveport on a lot of the, uh, the committee hearings and stuff like that. He is just incredible. When I first saw him, I'm like, man, where's this guy from? And I'm like, holy cow, he's from Louisiana. That guy is sharp as attack, man. Oh, yeah, Mike's really sharp. Awesome. We've had him on here many, 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 many times. No doubt, hey, really sharp. Uh, one of the things... What, move real quick. Who picks your music out? Because you've got some rocking music on your show, man. Hey, that's so all fun. my producer, brother. He don't let me touch one thing on that side. He don't even want me to have the microphone. He would take Yeah, he would take the microphone away from him if he could. He don't think <laughs> kids ought to be able to play okay. with this stuff. <laughs> tell, tell him, tell him. I mean, I'm sure he's listening. Yeah, I would appreciate is. it if he would post the music that you guys play on your website. That's I mean, I know it sounds crazy, but you got some well, really good tunes. I don't, I don't know if it sounds crazy, but he was shaking his head no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's just bumper songs, you know, that All we right, find man. in the library. We got to take a break. When we get back, uh, Mr. Lundy will join us the governor's race. Glad he enjoys it, though. Insanity. Doing the same thing again and again and expecting a different result. Louisiana's education system consistently ranks at the bottom. For years, we've had the same wrong answer, throw more money at the problem. But something is happening in other states. 
Parents are being empowered to pick a school that fits their child's need through education scholarship accounts. Parents in other states can choose where to spend their child's education dollars. Public school, private school, charter school, home school. You can learn more at a school that fits.com at a school that fits.com. Louisiana is unique. The food, the festivals, even the bugs. It's termite season. Did you know termites are responsible for over $1 billion worth of damage in Louisiana alone? For over 60 years, J&J Exterminating has been shielding homes and businesses. 100% guaranteed against termites, pests, and mosquitoes. Louisiana-owned, customer-focused. J&J Exterminating. Call them today, make the pests go away. J&J Exterminating. Get the shield. Yeah. Explore the natural beauty of Louisiana with a staycation at one of Louisiana's 21 state parks. There are activities for the whole family to enjoy. You can kayak under towering moss-draped trees, ride horseback down winding trails, play disc golf in the piney woods, or catch a state-record bass. And when the sun sets... And it's time to relax. Our cabins are the ideal place to unwind and enjoy the company of family and friends around the campfire. If that's not your camping style, try campsites or glamping. We're ready for your adventure. Find everything you need to book your stay at LouisianaStateParks.com. Louisiana State Parks, where you can be a world away yet so close to home. Folks, the staycation is a wonderful getaway. 21 State Parks, we've got something for you and the whole family. You need to come check us out, folks. Once again, LouisianaStateParks.com, LouisianaStateParks.com. Get away. You don't have to go too far to have a blast in Louisiana. Dino's Pizza Like No Other, family-owned and operated restaurant in the Acadiana area serving the highest quality pizza on their signature crispy cracker-like crust. Make Dino's Pizza a part of your family traditions. Two locations, Bertrand and Kali Saloon. Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. Welcome back. Moon Griffon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. It is a Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management hotline if you'd like to be part of the program. All right. I had it kind of backwards a while ago. I said it was Richard Nelson and uh, Hunter Lundy. It's Hunter Lundy and Richard Nelson. I didn't want nobody to mess up and didn't think who they were getting. How you doing, sir? I'm doing good. Buddy. Well, tell me, uh, first of all, let's talk a little bit about the campaign. Uh I, I have noticed that you have actually you've 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 ran advertisement. You've been around and out and about. Uh, you know your numbers are, are growing daily. Yeah. And 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 so just talking about the campaign and what you how you feel you're doing. Uh, you know qualifying hadn't happened yet, but uh, it's right around the corner. Well, it happens on Tuesday, and so then uh, you know I think uh, Thursday will be the official closing time of qualifying. So we'll know if there's anybody else getting in the race. Yeah. Um, Are you but, hearing any anything out there about it? Because it's always curious because people always pop in races sometimes. Well, I mean, you always hear rumors, but I don't. I haven't seen anything that's factual right now. I mean, there's seven of us that are legitimately in the race. There may be eight uh, or nine. There's one or two that I'm just not familiar with, but I know the seven that are in the race that are making, most of them are making the forums. I mean, I know the Attorney General has avoided most of them. 
but um, everybody else has been participating. And uh, But we've been on the trail. I mean, Sunday I was in Shreveport in a large church there. And then, um, you know, we've been, I can't tell you every place we've been, but we've been in almost all but eight or ten parishes. And when I say been in, I'm talking about appearing, Working speaking, out. being in, in church, doing things like that. And um, But it's good. I mean, I, I looked at this morning's um, uh, advocate, and uh, our message has been right for a year and a half. I know there's a lot of Johnny-come-latelys that want to join in on my message now, but it's always been about education, poverty, and crime being linked, and they are. And so when you see the cover article this morning about the, uh, the, the children's well-being in the state of Louisiana are terrible. And so I've said that from the beginning that, uh, you know, this poverty aspect affects our children, affects our families, affects education, affects the economy. And so we've got to attack it. And, and so I, I've always had a vision that we could do that. We could do it. We could have transformations town by town. We can do it city by city. And uh, there's, there's Main Street money. Um, there's efforts that can be from, you know, private, uh, governmental partnerships, nonprofits, that we can change the perception. If we change the perception of the rest of the country of Louisiana, we change Louisiana. You know, I mean, you hate to say that perception can become reality, no, but, but, it, you, that's, that's, but it does. That's normal. That's it does. normal now. And so, but I mean, it's about the children. I mean, let's face it. When you're number one in the nation for being the worst state in the well-being of our children, uh, and so I, I talked to the Secretary of Education the other day. I respect him. He said 70% of our children come from economically, economically deprived homes coming into public schools. And then a large percentage of those are coming from single-parent homes. And so we've got issues that we can deal with, you know, and my heart's in it, and we'll deal with it. It's, it comes down, they said, what are you going to do? I said, it comes down to priorities. You know, I looked at the, uh, the other article this morning, The Morning Advocate, and, and, and I looked at the PAR review of what the session did, and I, I agree with most of what all, if not close to all of what PAR says, but not all. If you didn't listen to me, I was way ahead of it. I know. I, know. I, <laughs> mean, well, I, say, that, I you, say that jokingly, Mr. Lundy. Well, you, well but, you, you and I agreed on most of it, yeah. but a little difference on how much money we should have taken because well, I'm not interested in a spreadsheet. I'm interested in my grandchild making it to school safely yeah. on Monday morning, and we can't make it safely with the roads in the, the state of Louisiana right now, so I wanted more and money. And, you know, I, I got a kick out of something. I told Brad, I said, you would, I said uh, Mr. Lundy's got some people to listen to. Brad is going to know what I'm talking about, so we were listening. A commercial, and you, you you do a good job with the commercial, and you, you you take little hits at different things. And one of the things you said was pothole, and I thought, what way you got that from? Brandon laughed because yeah. I, I caught one of the candidates pothole, so I got it. When you said that, I said, I said, this dude's throwing a little comedy in there. I said, he he's saying some stuff. But the point being is, my, our problem is we've allowed this to happen so long. You just went through a session with all this money. Yeah. Can you tell me the three or four things we fixed in that big session when we had all that money? Can you tell me three or four things you think they fixed? I, I, I can't find them. Nobody's bragging about what's happened. Well, I mean, and I'm not, I'm not put, trying to put you on the spot. I'm just saying well, I mean, we've I not think, tried to fix anything. I think your next guest will tell you that he helped fix no, holding, I, third I, grade, I, <laughs> holding third graders back for, mm -hmm. for not being able to, to read. And, you know, and, and there's some education improvements uh, but we need a lot of improvements. We need a change of hearts of, of these legislatures, and they need to realize who they're representing. 
And so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm running to govern. I'm running to lead. I'm not running to rule. We've got some that want to rule. I'm not one of them. I'll work with the legislature. But they need to, they need to think you, about what you, they're doing. If, if you became governor, his name is Hunter Lundy. He's running for governor. He was the first one to announce he's running as an independent. I want people to understand that, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, will you be involved and like to speak at the House and Senate president race? Because if you're not... You might get something that ain't going to work with you. Yeah. I'm just asking because well, you should have let the governor pick them. I'm not for well, that. But if you got an agenda, you better have some leaders on board with you. So when I become governor, I will be involved in that decision-making. I mean, and so I'm, my opinion accounts just like theirs does. And so we want people that have the same mindset, that have the same heart for Louisiana. We want God-fearing, leading, academically qualified, bright people making the decisions that have seen, that can look at the PAR report, can look at... Uh, well, you just uh, eliminated two-thirds of elected officials. Well, <laughs> then, then, then... By the way, I'm joking. Uh, well, I'm no, but they, they need to be voted out then, if that's the case. Well, I mean, yeah, well, You know, you said something just now uh, that made a lot of sense, and here's the point that I'm talking about. You have to have people that want to represent their constituents. And let me tell you, when they get elected, they represent the money people of those constituents. Right. And that becomes the problem. They're not really looking at Well, I got elected as whatever. Democrat, Republican, conservative, whatever. But I got elected. This is what I said I was going to do. And this is what I was going to stand for. And all of a sudden, they're doing something totally opposite. And then they get mad at people like me for pointing it out. Yeah. They need to really represent the constituents back home. And if you go talk to them about all the issues, uh, the economy, out migration, crime, education, those are going to be issues. But we talk about it. We don't yeah. do anything about any of that stuff. Well, we really don't. I'm, I'm just being blunt. We've not, I've not seen it yet. Been doing this for 30 years this month, and I've not seen somebody come in and say, we're going to change this. Well, again, I can only govern and I can only lead. But you know what? I've been an advocate for 40-some-odd years, and I fought many Goliaths in my whole career. I was always on the side of David, and I've seen change that can happen when you're willing to stand for it and you're willing to speak for it and you have the courage, and I have those things, and that's why I'm running. And so... Uh, yes, I want to see my grandchildren grow up in a, in a better atmosphere than the than the last you, two decades. You want to see I them grow up, up here. You want to see them grow up here, too, we, right? We are, but, I mean, again, we change poverty. We change the perception of state of Louisiana. Nobody's leaving because, I mean, we have the best culture in the world. We just got to take care of crime. We got to take care of education, and we do that by attacking poverty, and we use education to attack poverty. When you say attack so, poverty, is this going to be something that you think you're going to have to have it seems like to me in Baton Rouge, everything we attack or try to challenge is always with money, 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 money. It, it can't be about all money. You know, you mentioned changing the heart. Uh, only God can change the heart. Only the Lord can change the heart. We've got to have another approach. It may take some money. But you've got to change the hearts of men and women that they'll start doing the right thing. But, you know, um, you know, we know from uh, that God can use whoever he wants to to do things. He can, you know, he can he can speak through a jackass, and I'm I'm not confessing to be one at all. Well, he speaks to a fool. I do it every it, day. It, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, you know, my motto for the song is I'm in the yellow pages, listening under fools. But go ahead, go ahead. But, uh, no, that's exactly. But he I mean, can't. You know, can, laughing, but he can't use and anybody. So, and so, you know, whether it's a heart change or not, we've got people in this state that have common sense, and we have people whether we agree. And faith or not, I mean, I, I believe I'm going to keep the main thing the main thing. And I think most of, of our uh, faith in Louisiana, we keep the main thing the main thing. 
but and I always say, don't major on the minors. Keep the main thing the main thing. I, and um, we can come together and we can change. We can change the atmosphere that we're living in. We can emphasize and have better priorities, and we can put the money. We got to put money in three and four year olds. I can tell you right now. I mean, you know my background. My mom was a kindergarten teacher. My sister's retired. She was a college professor. But children's brains are formed at eighty percent of it at three years old. Ninety percent at five years age. We got to do that, and they didn't do what they should have done this past session, and it was there. So there's things that can be done. And it's about priorities, and so we just gotta we gotta have the right leadership. So if you have the right speaker, and if you have the right president of the Senate, and you have right uh, chairmen of committees, and you know, and I'm, and I'm talking about I'm independent. I tell people I'm a Christian first and an independent second. And so they look at. I saw the article that the guy that followed me last week, Sam Carlin, and, and did on me, and, the, and yeah. the way he perceives things. But you know what? I think that. You're right. I mean, I did campaign-wise. I did radio first, and I think people are hearing my heart. Let me let me take a break. His name is Hunter Lundy. He is running for governor for the great state of Louisiana. We'll come back and do another segment with him. You're listening to the Moon Graffon Show. Hey, folks! Discover Raging Cajun, the original Cajun seasoning, and Raging Cajun Foods' delicious line of seasoned dinners. Beans, black-eyed peas, roux, Creole sauce, seasonings, rubs, and even sweet jalapeno relish and spicy pickles. Raging Cajun's authentic recipes have been secretly crafted in the heart of Acadiana for over 38 years. As for Raging Cajun at all your favorite grocery stores today, Raging Cajun, original Cajun seasoning. Folks, ask him for that Raging Cajun. I think of Nicole Spellman Group. I think of expertise. I think of people being relieved when they got to sell your home. When you have to sell a home, are you trying to buy a home? It's not nice to have a person that you can grab or a company that you can grab and say, hey, help me do this. I need the stress taken off. I got life to live. This company's out of Baton Rouge, but let's say you live in a place like Monroe. Man, they can help you in Monroe or anywhere in the great state of Louisiana. That's what's unique about the company and hardly anybody does what they do. They reach the whole state so they can help you sell your home anywhere. You know, when you look at Nicole Spellman Group, they have a system of selling houses. They got a system that creates more demand. And what does that do? It results more multiple offer situations. And by the way, that helps you get more money to closing faster than the average agent. That's pretty awesome. That's what Nicole Spellman Group is all about. Anywhere in the state of Louisiana, they can service you. They can help you. They can take the pressure off of you to sell at home and get top dollar. NicoleSpellmanGroup.com. I'm telling you, when you go to them, you're going to go, wow, I'm so glad I heard about them. I-10 brings the border crisis to our backyard, delivering human trafficking, fentanyl, and warring cartels. Since Biden can't secure the border, Liz Merle will secure Louisiana as our next attorney general. She successfully fought and delayed the Biden administration's border policies and stopped the revolving door justice system. It's why DAs across the state and the Republican Attorneys General Association have endorsed Liz Merle. Trusted conservative leadership. Liz Merle for attorney general. Paid for by Liz Merle for attorney general. Hi, this is Mary.
Hi, hello. Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us today as we rock and roll. We are visiting with Mr. Hunter Lundy. He's uh, running for governor of the state of Louisiana. He's been running for really a year, year and a half, I yeah. think you said. And, uh, you know, I, I want to go back to something you said about education. Uh, I- I'm going to be blunt with you. I've never seen education reform yet. <laughs> I've been listening to education reform since I've been at school. So when you say education reform, I know you can't be totally specific, but what must we do? You know, uh, I got a guy coming on here next that passed a bill, and we're going to hold third graders back. A lot of people think it's a great idea. Mississippi did it. The scores went up and all that stuff. We're going to see. I'm going to talk to him later. But do you do you know exactly what we need to do? What yes. Is, what are four or five fundamental things I'm we gonna need to do I'm going to give them to you right it? now, man. Number one, we're going to reinstate civility in the classroom. I said, you know, we have the rules on the books right now. We don't enforce it. So we got to enforce it, you know. Uh, they got a new a principal. You say civility. You're talking about discipline? That's correct. Right. You know, these teachers can't be accosted. They can't be, uh, you know, threatened, so forth. Principals have to do their job. Teachers have to do their jobs. School board superintendents have to do their jobs. School boards have to do their jobs. Quit living in fear of children and so forth. And that's what's been going on. And so I tell, I tell principals and educators all the time, I said, you know, get your lawyers, lawyer up. If they threaten you, say, bring it on. So we got to reinstate civility, discipline in the classroom. That's the number one. It's By on, way, let me, let me it's on the books. They I just don't a, enforce it. I got assistant, assistant law. One just retired. One of them's about to. This is five, six, eight years ago. In uh, you know, we see them at Christmas and Thanksgiving, yeah. get to go visit with them. And I asked them one time, and they said, man, forget teacher pay. Because they both make good and good school yeah. districts. We just need discipline. We need the school, the schools to stand behind us with these kids. Yeah, and they got to be alternatives for these kids. I mean, could you take them and do something else with them? I'm just kind of curious. Well, yeah. I mean, of course, we gotta we gotta you know reinvent juvenile detention. I mean, Bobby Jindal killed it, and um and you know he he hurt our he hurt our UL system, he hurt the juvenile justice system. He did it all. You know, and I mean, Wagaspak was his chief of staff, so he gets part of the credit too. And so we've got to reestablish that, and we gotta we gotta take care of it because so much of your crime is being is taking place with teenagers. They're not in school, and so we're, I mean, we had LCIS in, in Southwest Louisiana that he got rid of. He, you know, he just had this mentality he was going to outsource everything, and he took money from the UL system. Uh, was making $7 on every $1 invested. Then he took hundreds of millions of dollars out of it, which made all these schools, UL, McNeese, Southeastern, Tech, I can go down the list of them, had to increase their tuition to stay alive. And you ask why people are going out of state. Used to, they would want to stay home. And these universities, the driving economic force of the communities, I mean, Northwestern's Natchitoches, Tech's Ruston, uh, McNeese's Lake Charles, South Hammond, Southeastern, Nichols State is Thibodeau. We can go down the rule. You can look at the schools and you're talking about higher ed. And I'm talking. I'm talking about. I'm going to go back to. Okay. I'm going to go back to early age. But number one is is discipline. Uh, number two, just enforce what you've got to enforce. Uh, number two, we got to put our money in in pre K three and four year olds and get them when they're young. And you know the two most important things about education. Our curriculum and and the teacher, the educator, they got to be. We got to have them right. So I mean, yes, I'm for higher pay because we want them. We want to go back to getting the top third of the class. We want them to come. We, you know, I told you before. I like the Learns Act that that Governor Huckabee passed in Arkansas. 
we can do something like that and change it. And then we just have to enforce it. And kids need to know that they're going to be responsible. You know, I'm, I'm, now, the I'm, on other re- thing, I'm on record as saying that teachers ought to make 100000 a year, but if they make 100000 a year, that's fine. We got that out the way. We better be doing something. We better be doing level. something. That's all I'm saying. That Which means teachers are taken care of, but what are we doing about these kids? And so going back to discipline, I visited with a lady who taught for years and years, and she said, you know what? It may The parent, if, they, if you've got that one child that's disrupting the other 25, you get them out. And if the parent wants them in, they come sit with them. You'll break it up in a hurry. <laughs> Start making the parent come to the classroom. And the other thing is I like that. We're, I we, don't have, we don't have counselors counseling. We're using them as administrators now. So we've got money. We've hired counselors. Let's counsel them. Because you and I know kids are coming out of second, third generation poverty. So you counsel, you counsel that kid right up front. You figure out what kind of home he's coming from, if there is a home. Is he living on dirt or if he's living on, yeah. on tile? And then you know, do you learn audibly? Do you learn experimentally? Do you learn visually? So we actually use our counselors. And so we can start helping children. Yes, we're impoverished. So it's a big picture thing. That's why I've always said we got to attack the poverty we help our kids. We educate our kids. When you educate your kids, you reduce recidivism because we know we know that illiteracy and incarceration go hand in hand. Now, and I know you, you've been a lawyer all your life and apparently been a very good lawyer. You've been successful. Uh, but there's a, there's a big breakdown in the state of Louisiana dealing with tort reform and, and lawsuit abuse and all that stuff. We always want to hide. You think that's a problem? Is that something you would find a way to change because they, they – People here think it's bad for business. Well, I'm just asking. I know you're a lawyer, but people are going to ask you the question. I'm going to ask it to you. Well, I just that's fine. Um, I think the 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 uh, the problem is 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 billboards. You know, it gives people a bad perception, and it does. You know, I've never well, every TV I've commercial, never, every I've, TV commercial. I've <laughs> never been a billboard. I've never been a billboard lawyer, and. Um, and you know we matter earned fact, our matter of fact a lot of lawyers haven't been. It's we, just like in the recently last ten years. It's well, it's I mean, all when you season. have a few of them that nominate, it makes the other ones feel like they got to get in the middle of it to compete. But um, but I don't uh, whatever. If somebody presents something to me, I'm going to consider anything and everything. I mean, we got to have balance. That's, I understand that's what I'm talking not about. extremism, balance. But you know what? I'm going to go with with what. You know, this, these articles that they ran, they started running them in 2014. Louisiana's the judicial hellhole of, of the country. Well, that's BS. And the reason why it's BS is because it stemmed from Jindal's governorship with Wagesback as chief of staff that they would not enforce the law. So we had all these dadgum canals cut through our marshes, which have caused saltwater intrusion, which contributes to the coastal problem we have, and the dadgum legislative order called it to his attention in a report in 2014. And he said, you've left all these penalties on, on the table against not making these companies clean up. Now, we made BP clean up. They cleaned up. But there's a bunch of others. And so you have these enforcement suits filed right now. They're filed by the parishes. The attorney general. Yeah, the, governor, the governor had a lot to do. Well, the attorney general's in it. But the well, governor had a lot to no, do. No, but with I'm, that. let's and go back to 2014. But no, look, there are people that are looking at those businesses going, if the governor is going to file suits against legitimate businesses, we're not going to come do business there. That's a fact. That's going on right now, Mr. Lund. Well, I, I know that those suits are going on right now. Those parishes are have suits pending. The attorney general's involved in it because I, I know the, the, the games that are that are being played. But we gotta we got to stop saltwater intrusion if we're going to have coastal protection 
And that's uh, a big problem. The diversion of Mississippi River is the biggest problem with the. the well, the, I'm just telling you, the diversion of Mississippi River is causing. Listen, I only got a, a few uh, seconds left. Tell people how to get in touch with you yeah, real quick, yeah. how to get in touch and get in your campaign. And you're always welcome back, you know. That's uh, thank right. you. I appreciate you, Moon. Uh, Hunter Lundy for governor or Louisiana, uh, Lundy for Louisiana. You can go.com and go look at either one of those sites. Um, you can follow us online. You can follow us on social media. You can make a contribution online. You can mail it to. P.O. Box 317, Lake Charles, Louisiana, 70602, Lundy for Louisiana. And thank you, and God bless Louisiana. Anytime. You're always welcome. Thank you. Come back all you want to. We'll discuss yeah. other issues when you get back. All right. His name is Hunter Lundy. He's running for governor. We'll take a break. Richard Nelson joins his nephew. He's running for governor as well. It's not immune to facts. The Dan Bongino Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a Town Square media station broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. It's a line of questioning they weren't allowed to cross. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. That's what an IRS whistleblower in the Hunter Biden tax case just told Fox. Each witness that comes in is providing more and more evidence, and it cannot be denied. Gary Shapley's reacting to what Devin Archer, an ex-business associate of the president's son, told a House committee that then-Vice President Biden was involved in more than 20 phone calls with their overseas clients. Every time that, that we needed to ask questions about President Biden's involvement in, in, in in relation to the business dealings, um, we just weren't allowed to do that. Now, Democratic Congressman Dan Goldman says Archer admitted to the committee. The witness was unequivocal and stated very clearly that they never discussed any business on that phone conversations. Goldman says it was all small talk, like the weather. A White House spokesman says there's no evidence of wrongdoing. As for that Hunter Biden plea deal that a judge rejected on tax evasion and a felony gun charge. Three Republican chairs of the House Judiciary Oversight and Ways and Means Committee wrote Attorney General Merrick Garland yesterday asking him to answer questions about this plea deal within two weeks. They want an explanation of why the department originally agreed to a plea agreement if other investigations concerning Hunter Biden are ongoing. Fox's David Spunt, the same federal jury that convicted Robert Bowers in Pittsburgh in the 2018 massacre of 11 Jewish worshippers at the Tree of Life Synagogue are in deliberations this morning whether he should get life in prison or the death penalty. The accused Gilgo Beach, New York serial killer, do it back in court this afternoon, charged in three murders, suspected in a fourth. Rex Hewerman will appear in criminal court for a preliminary hearing. This is his first time in court since he was arraigned on those murder charges. Fox's Brian Yannis in Riverhead, New York. According to the sheriff, Hewerman seems, quote, very comfortable in jail, but is on suicide watch. America's listening to Fox News. Here's something you've never heard before. Stop. This is Simply Safe. Introducing 24-7 lifeguard protection only from Simply Safe Home Security. Now, monitoring agents can see and speak to intruders through our new indoor camera to help stop crime in real time and for fast police response. Get 20% off any new system with Fast Protect monitoring at simplysafe.com/radio. Advanced home security, 24/7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Hey, it's Jesse Kelly. When a restaurant closes, my reaction is that sucks. They had good steak. 
When regional banks close or three of them close overnight, it freaks me out. This is why I have my own personal gold reserve. It's part of my personal protection plan. Call my friends at Oxford Gold Group. Call 833-404-GOLD. 833-404-GOLD. That's 833-404-G-O-L-D. Hey, folks, my friend, it's service. Chevrolet Cadillac is waiting on you. They always got big deals. Of course, it's August, new deals coming around. You can go to servicegm.com, servicegm.com. Shop Louisiana's largest selection of Chevrolets and Cadillacs. They're getting new inventory in every day. Stop by and see for yourself the Chevy Silverado, the number one best-selling retail full-size pickup. But hey, these folks have got a great inventory sale. They run different kind of sales. So if you go to the website... And check out the differences that they make compared to somebody else. You're going to be glad you did. Hey, it's Katiana's number one Chevy dealer. Get it all at service. New and used car sales. Parts uh, service. Body shop collision center. Fine line custom auto. Stop by and check out their huge selection today at 1212 Ambassador Caffrey. Folks, top family business for over 50 years. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. Chicken tastes the same to me, but anyway, that's that. That's just my opinion. You're laughing at Kobo. Just you know. uh, I know all the chicken does taste the same. <laughs> I agree with you. Hey, hi, y'all. Welcome back, Moon Graffon Show. Eight four four seven six 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 zero seven. It is a Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management hotline from one governor candidate to the next. Richard Nelson, of course, is Representative Richard Nelson, and he is running for governor. How you doing, sir? I'm doing great. To call him sir, <laughs> twenty six years younger than me, but I'm like I'm a respectful guy. But Richard's getting ready to go. You ain't respectful sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> only when only when we're not here. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, uh, uh, a couple quick questions. We last time he came in, I jumped on you about the legislature. This time I'm not going to jump on you, but I was shocked on a couple of votes you made in uh, the veto session. Okay, because well, just because. You had voted for the bills the first time, and you Which voted ones? against them in the second. Man, I don't remember all the bills. I didn't you, vote for anything. Didn't. I didn't vote for anything that I didn't vote for the first time. So it was, it was just. But there were a couple of bills you could have helped get them over the top that you voted against. Why? Just, just oh, I had voted out against of all the ones that came up. Why did you? Why did you? Uh, yeah. So I think it's the honestly, it was the don't, don't say gay bill that was one of them, and the pronoun bill. And I mean, honestly, I think it's just. It was just kind of backwards but, policy. But they, but they, but they really wasn't a don't say gay bill. They picked that up because they picked that up in Florida. It's just those those were two that got sixty nine votes. One I, got sixty seven, one got sixty nine, but they they had the votes to put them over the top. Why why would you be against that? What what is it? What is it? Yeah, hurt? I mean, I think it's just one of those things where is this the better policy? I mean, I think that those things can be better handled on a local level. That's really what it is. Is uh, you know, it's really like a local 
um, personnel issue for the school. If you have teachers that are teaching them any kids, any things that they're not supposed to be teaching them, I think they can handle that with the teacher on the local school district. Yeah, they, it, it, I don't I, think it's all. I don't, I don't think, want them don't, to bring I, me a law every I time. I don't. I don't think that uh, the locals would handle it. In certain areas, you have you have different makeups all over the state of Louisiana. Yeah, but those are bills that it was like, why didn't we override Bell Edwards? I mean, you, there's so many more bills we could overrule them on, and we didn't. I mean, I, I blame the leadership. Now, I'm not saying you're in the leadership, but I blame the leadership. I mean, so it. I voted to override them on all the things that I voted on the bills that I voted for, and I think that that was just being consistent. So you with didn't it, vote for either neither one of those bills when the I didn't bills vote for either of those when they came up. The you first okay, time. at least you were consistent. Yeah, was, no, and I mean, I think I had lots of people call me about a lot of the all the ones that were vetoed, and they said, you know, we need you to vote for this or vote against this or do whatever. And I was like, listen, I'm going to do what I did when I was on the floor of the house, and I'm not going to change. You well, know, you were you weren't a hypocrite. Like it's a, a bad policy. It's a bad policy. Yeah, yeah. You were you weren't a hypocrite knows yep. but uh I, I just i just wanted to know why i mean they look so simple and look like it and matter of fact if you look at both of those bills all they did was protect the, the families and when you think about it the person that wanted to uh the person that wanted the pe- people to talk to them or whatever they could they get their way the people that didn't got their way i mean everybody would have won in the bill that's what i looked at is everybody would have won nobody was discriminated on those bills no. well i mean i think the issue is what you're doing is you're creating this giant unworkable system right because if somebody you know if samuel clemens wanted to go by mark twain he had to fill out a permission slip now if the janitor doesn't know that samuel clemens wants to go by mark twain and calls him by something else now the school can be sued because every employee doesn't know about it. Let's be it. So, blunt. The schools are sued for a lot of stuff all the time. They get sued all. Exactly. They, they, they I scared to death to do anything I now. agree. And so I just, I just don't think that, you know, adding more reasons to sue teachers and sue schools is going to make a difference in the solving the problem. I know what problem they're trying to solve, but I don't think that that was the right way to do it. So. Well, it's not going to be solved at all. Richard Nelson, especially. All right. You are out there uh, running for governor. Let's talk a little bit about the platform. Yes. Uh, I want to bring up one because one of the things is you, you're you known for legalizing marijuana. I told you, me and you are different on that. But the funny thing about mm-hmm. it is you got to have votes from Republicans. I saw some recent polls that had 60, almost 70% of Republicans were against legalizing marijuana. How, how do you make that up? Because you got to have a base to, to get in off. So, Where's your base come from if you if you if you run away a lot of people that don't believe in what you believe in on that one issue? Yeah, no, I mean, I think honestly, I think the polling on it is seventy percent of the state is in favor, right? Seventy percent of the state is in favor of legalizing marijuana, which gives you a pretty big base. Really, if you're against it, no, I saw a poll that said Republicans can, is almost seventy percent against it. You talking about overall? You talking no, about a lot but, of Democrats, no, and that's not your base, the, Richard. The truth is, the majority, the majority of the even the majority of Republicans are in favor of it in Louisiana. I didn't get polled. Major- <laughs> you can look at it, look. Uh, uh, UNO does a poll. I think they just did another one recently. And so you can look at the polling but on But are you it. doing that because the polls say that? Or you really believe that or be legalized? No, I mean, I don't. the polls didn't say that when I did it two years ago. I mean, I think the polls were less favorable for it. I think everybody in the – honestly, I think everybody in the country has kind of looked at this issue and said, hey, look, you know, this war on marijuana hasn't really worked. Most more states, I think, you know, I don't know what it is now, 23 states maybe. It was 19 or so when I, when I brought the bill to legalize it in, in uh, 2021. Um, so a few more states have legalized it now. It's about more than half the country, at least by population, supports it. Um, and I think really in the in Louisiana, it's about 70% of the population, even including a majority of Republicans. So it's really a, a mainstream issue. And I mean, it's not, honestly, I think people get caught up in, is this an argument over marijuana is good or bad? That's not what this is. Marijuana, good or bad, doesn't make any difference. What matters is, do you want the money going to drug dealers and drug cartels, or do you want it going to legitimate businesses? Do you want to be regulated and taxed? And using that to offset some of the harm that so it does. So when, when are you, if you were going to be governor, would you legalize prostitution? 
I wouldn't like prostitution. I don't think that's You got prostitution going on. It would go to the government. We'd get all this money for God. Who don't like sex? You don't? No. Well, <laughs> I think that I think that there's a difference between legalizing prostitution, which is I think a much a, a much smaller thing and has causes a lot of other harms, versus marijuana, well, which okay, is a product. If you that's legalize ever. marijuana, uh, and let me ask this question, and we get off of this. If you legalize marijuana, what's the what's the good to come of it? Just the tax base? Just the tax rate? No, I mean, like, I think fentanyl is a huge problem right now. Fentanyl's marijuana gets laced. Marijuana that you buy off the street gets laced with fentanyl. It kills people. It's not something that you want to have. That doesn't happen if you're, you know, it doesn't happen with tobacco that you're buying, you know, at your whatever corner store. That doesn't happen. And so, really, you provide a much safer product where people know what's in it. It doesn't support the black market. It's about $750 million a year in Louisiana, right? And so that $750 million is going to drug dealers, is going to drug cartels, and that funds there's, violence. But, but there always, there's, there's always going to be a black market for it. There will be some black market. And, I mean, I think you can look at states that do but, it poorly, right? Like but, California did a terrible job of it. But, but, and as a result, they have a black market, and it doesn't, it doesn't help. But it's, but, but it's a fact. These young people and these people that get on this marijuana, they're not nearly as productive. They're just not as productive as they were. That's you know, right. go home, get look, a job, and come back to work. I I'm mean, an eagle. On, look, I'm an eagle scout. I never advocate for using it. I would say, hey, look, anyone, don't use it. You know, discourage your kids from using it. But I would say at the same time, I would rather have the tax money because I would rather be able to use it to discourage the use, to treat people who have yeah, addictions, as opposed to right now, everyone's using it anyway, and we're not doing anything yeah, about that, it. That was the same argument that made with alcohol. We, we do that, it won't be abused, and we'll make the money off of it. It's just as abused or more abused now than it ever was. But let's move on. So give me the uh, – and by the way, you did pass one bill. I'm not saying you passed more, <laughs> one, but one, one bill that you passed recently had to do with reading. Yes. Third grade. T- tell us what you – what you got passed, and uh, was did Bella was veto this one? He actually signed it. No, he signed it in the middle of the night and didn't tell anybody about it. It was funny because <laughs> he usually puts, you know, he usually does a press yeah. release or something says he's all the bills I signed, and you know this was one that just you know the status changed. Well, tell us what the bill did. Yeah, so does. what it did was say that if you can't read at the end of third grade, you get held back, you get extra tra- extra training, extra tutoring, kind of a literacy focused year before you get promoted up, right? And it gives kids basically three chances to pass this literacy assessment at the end of third grade before they would be held back. And um, uh, it's really modeled off of what Mississippi did in 2013. Mississippi implemented this, this pro- program then. And as a result of that, they went from 49th in the country, which is one below us, to now they're 21st. In reading. In fourth grade reading, yeah. Wow. So, I mean, it was and that's a, a and that And by the way, when you looked at this, it had to be that one move. Was there other moves that they had to make that we didn't make, or was this one move really responsible? So they made a bunch of different changes. You know, some of them I actually passed two other literacy bills uh, two years ago that passed. One of them was basically making sure teachers know how to teach phonics. Um, the other piece was basically requiring that in schools they teach phonics. They use a phonics-based yeah, curriculum. Yeah, no doubt. And so those two part were parts of their uh, program too. But this really, this third-grade piece where you say, look, if you can't read at the end of third grade, we're going to hold you back until you can. That's one of the things that when you look around the country, what is the only way to really move the really high in the rankings, really improve those test scores and performance? And that's really a critical piece. Well, Richard, when you look at Mississippi, they had the same thing, though, in the third grade. Yes. Now, you mentioned there's many more chances. Once, Let's talk about the chances that you're going to get if you fail it the first time, number one. And number two, what is the ratio of the people that have failed it and have done the, the necessary work to get, you know, to move on to fourth grade. Is that percentage really high? Talk about, you see, you yeah, see sure. what I'm saying? Yeah, so um, basically in, in Mississippi when they passed this bill, it held back, they held back about 8% when they, okay. when they first did it, right, 8%. 
But so because you have those multiple chances, though, which is the same kind of setup they do there, where you, you take it once kind of in April, you take it again, uh, you know, you take the assessment again by the end of the year. So in that tier period of time, you have some more training, some more tutoring and stuff to try and catch them up so that they really meet. It's a minimum score, right? You're not saying they have to be, you know, the no, top of the class. Get over the top. You just got to the okay. absolute minimum score, right, that we can adjust based on how many kids. So uh, they get two you, or three more chances? And so, yeah, and so you get that, that one more chance before the end of the year. And then you also have, at the end of the summer, you can take summer school and then take it again during the yeah. summer so that you get a third chance to take it. And I think in, in Mississippi, you have about, you know, if you have 8% held back to, in total, uh, at least the first year, uh, they had about 2% of that fall off and actually get promoted because they had these intermediate intervent you know the intermediate interventions between the multiple applications of the test. So you end up really holding back the kids who really, you know, certifiably cannot read where if you pass them to fourth grade they're going to continue to fail. And so I tell all the so time the percentage is small that's being held back after they go through summer school. Yes. I mean it's only like I said the very first year in Mississippi it was 8% and then it trailed off because actually the program works. People end up being learning how to read better. People, uh, they're better prepared because it doesn't just um, impact third grade. It's from the time they walk into kindergarten or pre-K, wherever they start in the, uh, you know, in the school system. Is the, is the kindergarten through third grade now working on that so they can pass? Yes. Okay. So, I mean, that's part of the things that we passed already was basically you get this, a similar reading assessment three times a year starting in kindergarten. So in kindergarten, first grade, second grade, where you really learn how to read. You know, third grade is just kind of the, the end where you definitely change from you know, learning to read, to reading, to, read. to learn, right? And that's the that's why that that part is the gate. That's not because you learn how to read in third grade. But really what this does is it just puts everybody on the same page and focuses on making sure that they get across that. that Let me hurdle. take a break. His name is Representative Richard Nelson. He's running for governor. I want to come back and talk a little bit about one of the biggest problems here, job, our migration. Uh, do you have a plan? What would you like to see happen with that? Because to me, that's the ultimate. All these kids, learning is one thing, but what will they do when they get out? job wise. Absolutely. Richard Nelson's his name. I know he wanted to get rid of the income tax. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Crime, poverty, and education are linked. And we know education cuts crime. 85% of people in jail are going home. If they can't read and write or learn a trade, they will commit more crimes and hurt more people. Some people don't want anyone in jail. Others want to lock more people up. I'm Hunter Lundy. I'm running for governor. I'm a Christian and an independent. I believe in both accountability and redemption. We're going to teach inmates to read and write and learn a trade so they won't learn to break and enter. I'll get our kids onto the playground to learn citizenship, responsibility, and character. Employers look for those things. They can be the difference between an auto mechanic and a car thief. Party politics and empty talk has led to more crime. The truth is, politicians don't pay attention to things that work. But I do. Hunter Lundy, governor. Paid for by Lundy for Louisiana. Insanity. Doing the same thing again and again and expecting a different result. Louisiana's education system consistently ranks at the bottom. For years, we've had the same wrong answer, throw more money at the problem. But something is happening in other states. Parents are being empowered to pick a school that fits their child's need through education scholarship accounts. Parents in other states can choose where to spend their child's education dollars. Public school, private school, charter school, home school. You can learn more at a school that fits.com at a school that fits.com. I'm Brandon Trossclair, a successful businessman from Gonzales, Louisiana. Did you know that Louisiana is the only state in the country where we can't audit our elections? As your next Secretary of State, we will be held accountable 
and transparent to the people of Louisiana and restore trust in our elections. Let's clean up our elections, Louisiana. Go to letsgobrandon.net to learn more. I'm Brandon Trostclair, and I approve this message. Let's face it. Hi, y'all. Welcome back. Move Your Show. Great to have you back. 844-766-6607. Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. His name is Representative Richard Nelson. He's running for governor for the great state of Louisiana. All right, Richard, so let's get off all other stuff and let's go right into jobs. Uh, biggest problem here, our migration. We just don't have the jobs. Uh, I don't really see anything that y'all, I talk about you specifically, leadership has done. I think the last eight years have been terrible for jobs. I'm just... I'm seeing our migration. I'm watching people leave. So you get to be governor. You mentioned it's, it's a powerful position. You could, you, one of the reasons you're running, you feel like you can do something in the governorship that you can't do as a rep. Absolutely. So what's your plan? What's three or four things that you think we know we have to do? You sit in governor, what would you be pushing? Sure. So I think, obviously, I have a, a pretty broad and comprehensive tax restructuring plan to basically throw out 100 years of Huey Long-style government and make us into one of the states that's very competitive, like our neighbors in Texas and Florida you know, they grew six times faster than us in the last census, in the last 10 years. Um, and you can see, well, what do they have? They don't have an income tax, right? That's what one of the big draws that comes there. And I think what that does, too, is it it just has a low and predictable tax structure that's really competitive and attracting business and attracting people, uh, half of them from Louisiana. You know, they all moved there. Texas yeah. added the entire population of Louisiana in the last 10 years. So I think if you were to take what you know works, because that's wherever the country is moving is in these states with no income tax. And you bring it here and you really just restructure the, I would say it's, the, it's really changing the entire structure in Louisiana because it's not just getting rid of the income tax. It's really focusing more on local governments being able to solve local problems instead of having all the money go to Baton Rouge and having us kind of fight that. for it back, right? This whole budget mess was essentially what Huey Long created on, specifically because he wanted the state to have all the money and he wanted the state to be able to determine, you know, whose splash pad gets paid for, whose road gets paved, whose school gets built. And that's the situation. That's why we haven't added a congressional seat since 1910. Our population hasn't grown faster than the rest of the country since 1910. But we've lost a few. <laughs> yeah, we're losing, we're losing 40,000 people a year. And I think at that point, you have to look at it and say, that what we're doing is not working. Uh, you know, it's funny. They had this art- that article in the Times, Picayune, about the guy that's moving to Houston. And, you know, I everybody, everybody got mad, everybody, whatever, one way or the other. It's like, I po- but I responded to it. I said, this is, not a, this is not news. There's actually an article from The Atlantic from 1978 that the title of it is New Orleans, I've Seen the Future, and it's Houston, right? And basically outlines all the same problems we have today. And so it just shows you these problems have been around for a long time. We haven't done anything to, to, to fix them. Well, let me ask you, Gretchen, what, what do you think the, the, the holdup? You think it's just the way we do business and nobody wants to change it? I think inertia is one of the most powerful forces in politics. I mean, people say it was broke like it was broke like this when I got here. It's going to be broke I like had, this I when had I got uh, uh, Craig Moneybags Romero sit right in and said, "This is mainly how we do everything." Well, damn, let's change it. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> no, I said, you know, I said in my tax committee, we're a banana republic that's run out of bananas. We got to do something different, right? Yeah. And I think that if you look at the, the tax plan that I proposed, that just completely throws out the book that Huey Long wrote and says, "Let's look at Texas and Florida and let's make us more like that." I think that is how you get jobs because you can see that is where everybody's going. A couple of quick things. You know, uh, the other day I read a story in Texas. They just had the biggest tax cut 
they've ever had on property taxes. So not only you're not compete with them, they, they're moving, they're moving along, and you're just staying in your in, in, in your little serfdom. You're not you're not changing anything. It's my beef with the state for thirty years now. Yeah, and love I love it here. You do too. People it, here are great, but you're watching a lot of them leave. Yeah, and I think the you know the more people you have, the more success you have. The bigger your tax base, you know, the less everybody has to pay individually, right? And so I think that that. That's or, what helps. When you're or, shrinking, it's everybody's going to have to 24 pay 7 Wall Street Journal about three weeks ago. I don't know if you saw it. Headlines. Businesses should leave Louisiana. And I did. That bro- that flee. I don't care what Louisiana. you say. That broke my heart that you got a national publication telling people to get the hell out. Yep. I mean, they don't, they're not here, but I get what they're saying. Yeah, Nobody no, wants I mean, to change that. And I agree with you. You Long is still haunting us today. It's a huge – look, these are huge structural problems that have been around for 100 years. And that's why I say, why would you have a 37-year-old governor? Because you really need somebody who has the energy and the drive to go in there and just really, you know, tear down the whole temple and build it back so that we can have a functioning government that's going to keep people here. Last question. I'm going to let you tell people how to get in touch with you. So if you can become governor, you can come on this program? Absolutely. Oh, my I God. You know who told everybody me that? Bill Edwards told me that. Bobby, to Bobby Jindal told me that. Everybody <laughs> told me they never came back. The exact words. Absolutely. And I go... Son of a gun. Hey, you can come to the mansion. We'll do a, we'll do a show from the mansion. Hey, I, I offered that to Bell Edwards. With him and Jay Darden on the other side, just me, two to one. They better. They smarter. They think they're brighter. They turned me down. I was going to let them eat my program up for two hours. People want to get in touch with you. Watch it. They vote for you right now. i got about a minute. Sure. So uh, if you want to get in touch, you can go on, online, nelsonforla.com. Uh, we're also on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff. And you can just reach out that way. But yeah, no, I think that at the end of the day, you know, if Louisiana, um, you know, if Louisiana were just average, we'd all live four years longer and get a 33% raise, right? That is the cost of bad government here. Four years of your life and a 33% raise. I think when you when you look at it in the scope of like if this was the LSU football team, right? If we lost to every every state every year for the last hundred years, you know, you'd fire the coach, you'd fire the trainers, you'd fire the mascot. Get but rid yet, of the president of university, everybody would go. But in Louisiana, we've 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 sent the same politicians running the same plays forever, yep. and so you can't expect anything to change if you do that. That's why I think if you need, um, if you want that four years of your life back, if you want that thirty three percent raise, I'm really your only hope because I don't care Democrat Republican, I'm the only one that's going to tear down the status quo, and that's what we need. Somebody just texted me and said, "Tell him to put it in writing that he will come back on." <laughs> <laughs> Get it signed. We'll sign it right they, now. They know the guys, Richard we'll, Nelson. Thank you. Anytime, you're welcome. Thank you. Appreciate it. Take a break. Be right back. You haven't checked out Superior Grill and you like good Mexican food, please go to Superior Grill. Go check them out. You're going to enjoy Everybody that I've sent there really enjoyed the great taste of Superior Grill. They love the food. It's a big menu. It's a lot of different things you can pull out from the enchiladas to the fajitas to the tacos to the quesadillas to the steak to the hamburgers. They do it all at Superior Grill and that salsa and that queso is all so good. All you got to do is find a way to, to Shreveport, New Orleans, or Baton Rouge and get the great taste of Superior Grill. But, hey, if you're home and you're in, the, in those areas and you want to cater and, and, and people like that, they cater. They can handle big groups. I've been there with many big groups and had a great, great time. They'll accommodate you. They'll accommodate you the best they can. You can pick up food to go as usual. Line Avenue in Shreveport, Government Street and Highland Road in Baton Rouge and St. Charles Avenue in New Orleans. Superior Grill. It's great. And next year, we're going to have one right here in Lafayette. So. Hey, check them out. If you headed that way, make darn sure you go check out the great taste of Superior Grill. When politicians handcuff the police instead of criminals, we have a problem. This is Jeff Landry. As an experienced former police officer and sheriff's deputy, I will defend, not defund, our police. 
Serving as your attorney general, I've helped take hundreds of criminals off the street. I have seen the need for change, and I will lead. As your governor, I will reverse failed policies that are driving crime, bring truth and transparency to criminal justice, and help stop crime before it happens. To protect jobs and grow wages, we must have safety and security. Keeping kids out of crime starts with reforming our education system. The solution is not more liberal politics, but action. If you agree, join our campaign at jefflandry.com. Together, we can make Louisiana great. Paid for by Landry for Louisiana. If we've learned it. This hour of the Moon Graffon Show is brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at matthewjames.com. Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. It is a Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. Brandon, I got scheduled uh, uh, Stephen Waggis back, 10.06 on Thursday. They just texted me. I gave them the time. I'm taking it. They're going to come on. Hopefully, we'll have them on as the governor's race will start to heat up next week just because you're going to have everybody to qualify. want to jump gears, though. Go to the president of the Heritage Foundation. I got a lot of respect, not only for the Heritage Foundation, but for our special guest, Dr. Kevin Roberts joins us. Dr. Roberts, how you doing, bud? My friend Moon, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. It's always great to have you, man. Uh, let's talk about something I know they did in Alaska. I've seen it in a couple other places where they do this choice, some kind of choice ranking voting or something like that. And uh, I, first yeah, of all, I need you to explain. Yeah, I need to rank choice voting. Like, I knew I'd get it backwards. But I want you to <laughs> explain. Explain. I've I've watched it. It scared me the first time I saw it, and that really scared me. But it may not you. I want to get you to take, but tell people what this is because there's a lot of people trying to get this out in every state now. Yeah, what ranked choice voting is is a relatively new idea, although it's it's been around for a while in like political science academic circles. That alone should scare people. But it became really uh, famous or infamous, I should say, last year. Because in the Alaska House election for the for the U.S. House, Sarah Palin, former governor, lost that race because of ranked choice voting. What it does, the way it works, is before analyzing why it's so so bad and dumb, is that it prevents having a runoff, which might sound kind of appealing for people in Louisiana who are constantly having to vote in runoffs. Because when you go into the voting booth that one time and you vote, you vote for your first choice, your second choice, your third choice, and so on. And so the, that sounds kind of neat, except in practice, it's really bad because what it does in that, or what it did in that Alaska election is 60% of the voters chose a Republican, but because of ranked choice voting, the Democrat was elected. Similarly, Ohio got rid of ranked choice voting years ago because of similar results. Who are the people who are promoting ranked choice voting? They're radical leftists who want to prevent really conservative candidates for like Governor Palin and others from getting into a runoff and being elected. This is the problem. But because the radical left, to sum up here, is 
ascendant. It's powerful in so many states. They have pushed this in at least 14 states this year. They're pushing it in a lot of counties and cities. Thankfully, there are only a couple of states, Alaska and Maine, where it's legal. But there are, as of this conversation, 61 counties and cities around the country where ranked choice voting is legal. Wow. You know, when I saw it, it scared me the first time. But I think you are right on the money. It eliminates the conservative and always benefits the left. Always. And that, right, did, did it affect, did that affect the Senate race at all, too? Or just the uh, Palin's race in the House? Or do you well, remember? it did affect the Senate. Yeah, it, it did affect the Senate race and in Alaska. And not surprisingly, this was the brainchild of Senator Lisa Murkowski, who's no conservative, even though she's a member of the Republican Party. So it, it's, it's how she was able to hold on to her seat. I thought it, I thought it affected the Senate, too. Now, my question is, why would anybody want that? I understand why the left wants it, because they want total power, total control. But why would any conservative or Republican ever want anything that would even want to touch something like this? Well, let me be really clear up front. There is no reason for any conservative to want to implement this. However, what the left is using in more conservative states where they have filed these bills in, in legislatures, like in Georgia, the Heritage Foundation had to, had to bet that one back, uh, is they're telling, the radical left is telling conservatives, this is great because you don't have to vote a second time. You don't have to worry about a runoff. This is a way of preventing runoffs. And so they, they then say it's also, therefore, a way of saving money because every time you hold an election, sure. it, it costs the state some money. So they are getting a little bit of traction with conservatives on this, which is why the Heritage Foundation several months ago, we've always opposed this, but we decided we've got to get out there and really fight this in legislature. So the good news, Moon, is that this was attempted in many states. The bills were filed in 14 different state legislatures. There were no states that were added to the ranks of this. And in fact, we're, we're getting more and more examples of disaster, like in Arlington County here in Northern Virginia, where we now live, or near where we live. They just got rid of it because in the Democrat primary a couple of months ago, here's the problem. The first choice candidate and the third choice candidate ended up being the, the final two. The number two candidate didn't even make it into the next round because of the, the, how convoluted ranked choice voting is. Oh, my God. That, but like when you say that, Going back to the Sarah Palin, 60% went Republican, 40% went with the Democrats, so the Democrat walked in because the 60% yeah, was split so between Republicans? That's right. The, uh, the, wow. there, were, there were two major Republican candidates for that seat, uh, Sarah Palin and Mick Beckich, and uh, they got 60% of the vote. And, and when they started using this formula for ranked choice voting, the ultimate winner of that race was the Democrat who is – here in Washington, D.C., as a member of Congress from Alaska. So let's, let's just take Louisiana. And we have a seven candidates for governor, one Democrat. And let's say the Republicans got 60% of the vote. 60% of the vote between all the six of them. But the seventh one was a Democrat, and the Democrat got 40%. They would automatically walk into the... They, they could. It, it all depends on, on what the individual voters decide is their second and third choice, because mechanically the way it works, like in that example, let's say okay. there are seven candidates for, for governor of Louisiana this year. The bottom vote getter in the first round of tabulating the results drops off, okay. and then you go to the second choice. 
And then the bottom vote getter in that second round drops off until you get to the final two. And it's likely to happen in, in Louisiana, very similar partisan makeup as Alaska, where the, the final three candidates, like the top vote getter would be a Republican. Number two might be the Democrat. Number three, assuredly a Republican. It is, I would say, likely in that scenario, based on the Alaska results, that the number two ends up being the winner. This is the kind of disaster that ranked choice voting creates. Oh my. <laughs> and this is why the left likes it, right? Oh, but hey, hey, let me tell you something about the devil and Satan. They love confusion. Yeah. Love confusion. It, and that's, I mean, you know, we, we can't determine what a boy and a girl is anymore. That is total confusion, you know? It's, uh, no. And we and, can't, we, and anytime we, you shed light on it. No, there's no doubt about it. And, uh, you know, just like uh, the climate. All they do is tell us how bad it is, and me and you going to change the weather. I'm falling out laughing, but I'm also about to cry because people are buying into it. And so, not no, to get I off know. the subject, but the fact of the matter is the media and these leftists, are, this, it's almost, I know it's unchristian, ungodly, but it's, it's un-American. It's, it's not like almost an un-American process. No, it, it, it really is. And really, with, with everything about election integrity, for that matter, the other topics you mentioned, the more we can focus on transparency, the more right we are, right? I mean, we, we know that from, from, from above. But secondly, that's also very appealing to a broad swath of the American electorate. And so when Heritage is fighting ranked choice voting, we're just talking about the confusion that it sows. And the best example we have in, in, in our hand right now is the aforementioned example in Arlington County, Virginia, mm-hmm. dominated by Democrats. They implemented ranked choice voting who complained about the confusion in the voting booths on voting day? The voters in the Democrat primary. That's why the county suspended ranked choice voting. Oh, my God. Yeah, it just backfired on them. Now, all of a sudden, it's bad. But when it back, when we don't get our way, uh, they don't mind. Hey, hey, Dr. Roberts, can you hold one more segment? Absolutely. Okay, yeah, because I want people to really know what this is all about. And uh, his name is Dr. Kevin Roberts, Louisiana guy. He also... President of the Heritage Foundation, which is an excellent, excellent foundation. Anyway, we'll take a break. Be right back. More when we get back. The rapidly changing cybersecurity needs of your business keeping you up at night. Our Convergence was founded by two honest men, respected and faithful Louisiana natives over 20 years ago. The passion for excellence and service led to the growth one customer at a time and expanded to the entire Gulf Coast region. Our Convergence has established a long history of being trusted cyber security and advanced technology partners for large enterprise-grade companies, including universities, banks, healthcare providers. Our Convergence also offers the same level of expertise and service to small businesses with no IT staff, none. Give Our Convergence the chance to earn your business by calling them at 1-800-820-9695, 800 800- 820-9695 or by visiting their website, iConvergence.com, iConvergence.com. Let the professionals at iConvergence get you taken care of and you're going to feel safe from the changing cybersecurity landscape. Louisiana is unique. The food, the festivals, even the bugs. It's termite season. Did you know termites are responsible for over $1 billion worth of damage in Louisiana alone? For over 60 years, J&J Exterminating has been shielding homes and businesses. 100% guaranteed against termites, pests, and mosquitoes. Louisiana-owned, customer-focused. J&J Exterminating. Call them today, make the pests go away. J&J Exterminating. Get the shield. Yeah. 
A convicted pedophile in Lake Charles was about to get released. The district attorney asked Solicitor General Liz Merle for help, and she delivered. That's Merle. In over 200 cases, she's helped DAs across Louisiana keep violent criminals behind bars. As our next attorney general, Liz Merle will make fighting crime priority one, two, and three. Conservative warrior, endorsed by law enforcement. The most qualified, Liz Merle for Attorney General. Paid for by Liz Merle for Attorney General. If you speed, there are lots of sounds that you might hear, like the sound of your vehicle crashing, because eventually speeding catches up. Hey, everyone, this is Joe Cunningham. You can check out my show, The Joe Cunningham Show, every weekday from 3 to 4 p.m. right here on News Talk 96.5 KP. Hey, hello, welcome back uh, of the Moon Graffon Show. Thanks for being part of the program. Matthew James Tax Wealth Management Hotline. If you want to be part of the program, we have uh, Dr. Kevin Roberts joining us. He's a Louisiana native, and he's uh, also the president of the Heritage Foundation. Uh, and I'm, I'm proud of you, Dr. Roberts. That's a, that's a big chair to sit in, brother. <laughs> that is a big yeah, chair to sit it, in. It, it, it is. You know, some of the swamp creatures up here, Members of the House and Senate and, and certainly the White House don't like that uh, Louisiana guy is, is sitting in that chair. But it's a fun place to be because we're trying to take all their power away from them. Yeah, no doubt about it. Well, listen, going back to this, uh, this ranked choice voting, are you familiar enough in, uh, in Nebraska, Alaska? Do you think they like what took place with that? Do you think, is it anybody no, they- saying, no, we don't want to do this at all? No, they, they, they don't. You know, and, and in fact, the this wasn't even how elections were done in Alaska until a few months before the filing deadline for those federal races in Alaska. And the whole reason that it was pushed through the legislature is because their member, one of their members of the U.S. Senate, Lisa Murkowski, as we were talking about in the previous yeah. segment, knew that she was going to lose to the more conservative challenger. And so they went to this system because Murkowski and her minions wrangled it through the legislature very narrowly. The people didn't, the, you know, the average voter didn't know what the heck was going on. And as you asked about the last, the last segment, the first round of that voting, the conservative challenger beat Senator Murkowski mm-hmm. by a percentage point, like 45 to 44%. And she held on to the lead until that last round of this ranked choice voting. So what, to get to your question, there's now a lot of momentum in, in Alaska to repeal this ridiculous system so that next year in 2024, the elections are a lot more transparent. But Dan, but, but, the, but the thing about it, it, it served its purpose. It served its purpose for her winning. That was that gives me the red. You know what? If she wins, yep. it serves a purpose. She don't care because she's probably in the last term anyway. That, that's what frustrates me when elected officials can get away with such stuff like this. No, it's true. I mean, it, sometimes you see these commentators say we live in this oligarchy where it's just a, a handful of people, self-appointed elites who are, do whatever they need to do to hold on to power. That is a prime example of that. Yeah. And, and if we're going to succeed in taking back this country, obviously we have a lot of work to do outside of Washington, D.C., but it, it hinges upon getting men and women who are willing to fight. And, and, and obviously ranked choice voting is an obstacle to those kinds of people winning. Yeah, it's no doubt about it. And the thing about it is a Mikowski really is a Democrat 
in heart. I mean, the way she, she votes is. for the most part, she really ought to. She can't win as a Democrat. That's why, look, I, you know, Dr. Roberts, I'm in Louisiana. I see so many people, Republicans, and then when we get to passing things and doing things, they absolutely knife the conservatives in the back here. I could sit down and tell you a story after story. If you hadn't heard of them, I'm not going to bore you. But story after story here that I watched this happen in the governor's race and the speakership. Just, man, you just said, why is he people running as Republicans? Well, they couldn't win if they didn't. Yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, it's, it's, it's the same kind of story, not just in Louisiana, but in Texas where, you know, we lived for a while and I was fighting for, for universal school choice. What was the problem? Well, it would have been nice to have even one Democrat vote for that. But the problem was the handful of Republicans, quote unquote Republicans, who said that they supported everything that was conservative, but they, they were opposed to that. I was in Wyoming last week talking to some legislator friends about school choice and some other issues in that legislature. Same problem. And, and so the, the only way to, to confront that, to overcome that, is to make sure that they don't add to their, their toolbox something as ridiculous as ranked choice voting, because then it's going to be impossible to add to the ranks of the right-minded conservatives we have in all of those legislatures. Yeah, and you know, y'all, y'all, there's so many issues now, Dr. Roberts, out there in the United States of America, which creates a lot of confusion. The left, uh, the devil, the left, however you want to call it, they just work well in confusion. It worked very well and confused. That's how, and when you got that kind of confusion dealing with elections and votes and all that stuff, you know, go back to Trump when he got beat, all elections that were in the swing states, uh, they all shut down for a few hours. Never happened before. You and me pretty close to the same age. Maybe I'm a little older. But that, that stuff like that never happened before, but it happened that night. And it happened in all the swing states, and Trump lost every one of them. So or just about every one of them. And it's just things like that that, make people mad and they don't even want to be involved in a process anymore. No, and you, you make a really good point, you know, about, about that election. And I would say sort of the trend in elections over the last few cycles is that you would think with all of our technological advancements in the United States, that we ought to get election results almost instantaneously. Right. Yes. But yes, instead sir. what has happened is that we've done, you know, ranked choice voting, which takes days, mail-in ballots, which takes days, if not weeks, as we remember from that election mm-hmm. cycle. And in, say, Nevada, you know, in 22, Adam Laxalt lost that race um, with similar kinds of problems. And what it does for both people on the left and on the right and in the center is diminish the belief that we have in, in trusting our elections. That's not good for civil society, and it's the, that's the playground of the devil, right? He wants us to be despairing about the people we're around, our civil society, and so on. That, to me, makes this issue of ranked choice voting, election transparency, just telling the truth about much more than just partisan politics. It's really about saving our faith, our trust mm-hmm. in the institutions in our lives. Yeah, and it just, it, I just, when, when they start telling you that <clears throat> we're going to vote, hours or days after the polls close when they're telling you we're going to vote a month before when they're telling you we could count up to a week or 10 days or two and three weeks after uh i hate to put it in a in a bad term dr roberts but we just screwed we just, every time it, 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 we don't ever 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 win those and if we do it's one in a in hundred thousand yeah you got the, the spread between the conservative candidate and and the leftist candidate has to be really high i mean the 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 good news is that we have made some progress in beating back not just ranked choice voting but securing buttoning down election integrity in a lot of states. The problem is that 
the states where we've not succeeded in doing that as a movement, Arizona, Wisconsin, mm-hmm. Pennsylvania, whoever the 2024 conservative standard bearer is, has got to win one or two of, of those states. Mm-hmm. And the left, of course, has locked this down. Are you concerned? Last uh, topic. Uh, I'm very concerned. I think one of the brightest things the founders ever did was electoral college. As a matter of fact, I know it is. When I look at the electoral college and what it does to make it fair for all states, big ones and small ones, I always thought the most brilliant thing they ever did. You may not feel that way, but I do. Are you concerned of them trying to get rid of something that was absolutely brilliant on their part, which gave everybody fairness when it comes to election? In states like Louisiana, Arkansas, even Maine, okay, they were part of the process because of the Electoral College. No, I, first of all, I agree with you vehemently. Uh, just as a, as a citizen, I also, as you know, I'm an early American historian, so I know a little bit about why they did that, and it was to, to galvanize consensus around whoever the winner was. And number two, unlike ranked choice voting, which, which has a little bit of momentum, but it, it's really stalled because of, of the efforts you know, by yeah. our scholars and yeah. some others, the, the national popular vote movement, on the other hand, really has a lot of momentum. And what they're doing is, is trying to get additional state legislatures to say that they will honor, they will award their electoral votes to whomever the national popular vote winner is. So they're going, they're skirting the electoral college. We're also fighting that because I think the electoral college has proven that, that the, the wisdom of the founders. These are all things, to your point about the left creating chaos and yep. confusion, but also just a number of things to have to fight. All of that's intended to get us to, to give up. And I'm just, I'm going to inject some hopefulness, if you don't mind. I think we're going to prevail, but we're only going to prevail if we continue to fight hard. That's why all of us at Heritage are really privileged to do what we do. Well, no, it's like that in the state of Louisiana. I've been doing this 30 years this month. And I tell people all the wow. time I feel like a loser because we don't change anything. I'm watching our kids leave. I'm watching all the stuff and... And I told people if they vote, listen to and you're gonna love this. I told them if they vote, Brad is already laughing. They ought to vote with me this time. Every person I tell it went because I lose ninety percent of the time and look what state look what shape the state's in. So now y'all vote for me one time and let's see if we can get it correct. <laughs> because we ain't got it correct yet. And 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 people will still vote the same way. So I'm saying, just vote what I tell y'all and don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. <laughs> That's not a bad policy. <laughs> oh, hey, I've been wrong. I've been right 90% of the time, too, because we, we don't change anything. And uh, it's just frustrating to watch a great state with so many good people and watch all these people keep leaving. And, oh, it's, it's frustration. But what I'm saying is I'm still in the fight. That's what you're saying when it comes to the voting. We have to stay engaged. No, that's right. And, and I'm going to tell you this, and it's heartfelt, Moon. My, my wife, uh, whom you've met, would, knows this is true. We always sing your praises. You didn't make that comment for me to say this, but number one, congratulations on your 30th anniversary. And number two, because I have hundreds of family members and friends who listen to you every day, we count on you. So even though we're going to lose some fights, the main thing, as scripture would tell us, is get ready for the next fight. And and eventually, I think that's going to prevail, even in Louisiana, where the, the, the policy, the public policy obstacles are a little bit taller yep. than they are in some other states. Keep the faith. And I'm just letting you know that as I scan the country and think about how successful this year has been in so many states, we're beginning to win. We just have to yep. sustain that over several years in order See, to take the country you broke, you broke my heart by everything you said. 
I was contemplating retirement. Now I'm gonna stick around ten more years. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll take I'll take you fishing, and we can we go. can sustain your enthusiasm. All right, all right. God bless. Thank you, Doctor Roberts. All right, man. God bless you. A show that's not immune to facts. The Dan Bongino Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPEL.